0: Connor, you, you taller than I am? <laughs> Everyone's taller than I am. Anyway, good to see you this morning. How many enjoyed worship this morning? Yeah. Wow. I said, I was sitting there, I said, someone who gets up better know how to preach, because they can't follow that thing up. <laughs> but it is uh, really a great Sunday, because today we're celebrating 18 months of our Generations campaign, really our faith journey. And I'm going to unpack that in the second half of this message thing. But today's a celebration of what God has done uh, for us and through each and every one of us. And we're really excited about today. It's a milestone Sunday. And it fits right with our series we've been talking about, Being Beyond Blessed. And you guys remember, we started this three weeks ago, Beyond Blessed. And we use the scripture, Psalm 24-1, that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. And we looked at that scripture and said, this, we understand that God owns everything, and we're nothing but stewards. But we're amazed and we're secure because God is the owner, and we don't have to worry about it. Week one, we talked about living beyond bless and how God blesses us so we can give out to other people, be a blessing. And the second one, we talked about uh, who is the owner, and we discovered that God owns everything, and we are great stewards with it. And we are week three, we talking about good stewards and how we can be good stewards with our time, our treasure, and our talent. And how God uses that, gives those things for us to be good stewards with what he wants us to do. And today, what we're going to talk about is blessed to be a blessing. Number four today is blessed to be a blessing. And if you have your Bibles, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 3, and we're going to read verses 6 to 8. Short um, passage, the Apostle Paul teaching the church in Corinth. And it goes like this. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. Now, let me give you a little background on this text. If You know about the Apostle Paul. He planned a church in Corinth on his second missionary journey. And it was a great church, and what he did, he planned the church, he established the church, and he made Apollos the head elder over that church. And then Paul went on his missionary journey. He's going around the world preaching the gospel. Well, as he left and he was on the road, he received a letter about, first, some questions about what's going on in the church. Um, and he had to had some questions they wanted to ask him from the answer. And if you read 1 Corinthians all the way through one to um, the last chapter, you'll discover that Paul's just answering the questions that they ask, And he's also doing a lot of correcting. Well, here's one of the moments he's doing correcting. Paul was the one who planted the church. And really, Apollos is the one who was was edifying the church. And they had a problem with him. They had a problem with Paul. They had a problem with Jesus. They were saying, Paul's my leader. No, Apollos is my leader. No, Jesus is my leader. And they were all just bickering and going at it and really talking loud. He got a little real with them. He said, you guys are a bunch of carnal Christians. Just acting worldly about who's in charge. And he brought this back down. He wanted to show them the teamwork and what God has done. Jesus is the ultimate. Uh, one we follow, but he gives you delegated authority. And he sees he's unpacking a few things here. And it's like anything else, an owner coming back home to his church, and he's encouraging the church to make sure that they are on, stay on target of what God called them to do. It's like, I'll, I'm the fourth pastor here. And every year we get our, our founding pastor, Pastor Kevin York, comes in, and he gives us a word. He also gives us, a, he encourages us, he trains us on some new things. In fact, he's coming this year. We turn 30 years old. And I know he's I said you can have a message for 30 year old church where we look like we're only teenagers. So what we got to do to look at a, get to 100 years old. Mm. So it's when you're looking at that and you see when Paul unpacks this in 1 Corinthians three is this little person here. He talks about the planter. Now he planted the church and then the water was Apollos who actually encouraged the church. who edified the church. And you can see that they need when you have two gifts like that, diverse gifts. One's an evangelist, one's an encourager, one is an exhorter, I would call it. They really depended on one another to do what God called them to do. They'll completely depend on one another, but they're really completely dependent on God. Because it talks about no one can do anything unless I authorize it, and two, I will grow whatever you do if you do it correctly. And then when we look at the word stewardship, we see that stewards always depend on the owner. That we realize we can grow nothing. we just do the things that we can do, so God will do the things we can't do. And that's our takeaway today. If you can do the things that God calls you to do, God will do the things you can't do. And where I got the idea was, this last few months, I've been inhibited with my hands, surgery and a lot of other things. My beautiful wife, 30 year of 30-plus years, have been taking help, helping me. I could do certain things. I can get up in the morning and um, try to get dressed the best way I know how. She put some things out for me so I can get going. When I take a shower, she has to put a bag over my hands. So I lift my head up and had to do that this way. And So I was teach- you know, God was teaching me how to praise God in the shower. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'll do my best. And where I really got the idea was, because I have an office at the house, I'll get up and I can study. I can study. Read a book without hands. Well, she would get up early, and she would place all the water I need on and she would crack it so I could not struggle with it, and she put it on my desk. So I had water, coffee, all those things I drank during the day, she had out prepared for me because I couldn't do it. What I needed, I couldn't do. But she supplied the need I, had, I needed. I can, do, I can get up and study, but I could not do Drink the water. She covered all the things I couldn't do. Isn't that like God? We do the things that we can do, so he'll do the things we cannot do. And you look at the scripture, he makes things grow. Whatever you're doing for God and he had called you to do, he makes it grow. He's the ultimate source of growth. We're just called to be stewards and servants like he called, he said, Apollos, and he said, me and Apollos are nothing but servants to the most high God. He gets the credit for it. So when you look at that, you see how they were uh, working together. But again, the takeaways if you can do, if you do what you can do, God will do what you can't do. And if you look at when we unpack this in verse 7, you'll see that we are co laborers with God in anything that He's calling us to do. What does he say? I planted Apollo's water, but God gave the growth. See, we work along God's, along inside of God as he works. In fact, we really see him as, I love what Henry Blackaby said, we see where God is working and we join him in his work. When God plants a church like ours 30 years ago, we come here and we help him with what he's calling to do in Abilene, Texas. Our biggest job is to discover what God wants to do. And we don't want to live on assumption that I think I know what he wants to do and go the wrong direction. See, God is, uh, he's the one that's really in charge. He's the one that's really our anchor while we're here close to 30 years. Not about our great talent. It's about his sovereignty. And his plan was to have a church, a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church in the center of Abilene, Texas. He always has a plan. And you see that Apollo then, I planted, Apollo's watered, but God gave what? The growth. He gives the growth. And I want to help you with anything that you're doing for God. Don't try to own it. There's certain things you can do. And there's a lot of things you can't do. One of the greatest things that the gift that God has given us is prayer. And we had a great week. uh, That's just taking a pause and and, uh, worshiping God and just uh, had time of fasting and prayer. It was an amazing time this week when we opened up the church and amazing words came forth. And God uh, did some amazing things through some people. But I realized sometimes when I ask people, how's it going? They'll say, well, I'm waiting on this. I'm waiting on that. I guess I got to go pray to God. I said, now, is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? Now, didn't he create the heavens and the earth with a word? Doesn't he know everything? Isn't Jesus Christ the wisdom and power of God? You got to ask him some questions? What amazing conversation you're going to have. See the difference? When you try to own it, you'll go to prayer and ask God to to bless what you already created. Now, you got to realize... You go to prayer as a conversation. God, where are you working? And let me join you in your work. And that's exciting. If you're in a jam right now and you had a time to pray, enjoy your fellowship with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Enjoy your time with him. He's looking at, that's why he put you in jam so you'll call home. Because you know, everything's going good. How often do we get on our knees and pray? Not much. Hey, God, we, we have flybys, I call it. But we're co with God. And then we realize God alone makes things grow. Verse 8, so neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but God who gives the growth. See, Paul and apostles were very successful. But they were successful because God made them successful. God's the source of all growth. Isn't that amazing that you don't have to gem it up? That he's always among the living and giving life. One thing I see people chase after um, idols and Confucius, they go to the graveyard and hope the guy gets up. <laughs> and our God rose up out of the graveyard. So don't look, for the, don't look for the living among the dead. I'm up here. Keep your head up. I make things grow. See, you can't even take credit for it. I can't take credit as a pastor that this church is growing. We see in Acts chapter 2, they said they come together, they're hanging out, have some great food, they're praying, signs and wonders break out. Well, we didn't do that. Did God working through the men and women? And next thing you say, well, God started adding to the church daily. Why? Because they were doing the things that we can do, and God was doing the things we can't do. I can share the gospel, but the Holy Spirit has to quicken your heart to change you. I can't talk you into it. If I talk you into it, someone's going to talk you out of it. Come on. Even when I talk about this, this at the second heart, about giving an offering to the, something great, I can't make you do anything. Only the Holy Spirit will quicken your soul and say, I need to do this, and I enjoy doing this. And then whatever you do, he grows it. Your marriage is fantastic because of God, not because you're great. Praise God. I'm glad I'm not building upon my talent. Whew. Whew. <laughs> Man, Donna would say, yeah, man, she put up with this crazy guy. Look at me. <laughs> for better or for worse, baby, better or for worse. <laughs> I'm, learning that. I'm learning that thing. I mean, when we said that years ago, I'm like, what does that mean? Nah, I know. Nah, I know. I, mean, I can't walk today. I know. Get with line. I can't either. Praise God, we're going to do it together. I'll hold you up, you hold me up. Your hands and your back, my back. Okay, here we go. We're gonna change the world. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And I realize since the God alone makes things grow, <laughs> you know, you reap what you sow. He says, He plants and he water one. Each will receive his wages according to his labor. Now he's talking about the unity of purpose. Now, what is the unity of purpose? His harvest. We have have talents. We have treasures. And we have really time. Time and talent and treasures that God has given us to work in his harvest. Those who don't know Jesus, you're equipped. You're gifted. You have gifts. Why? Because God loves them folks so much and you need to reach them. He wants to reach them. He'll use you and all your imperfections to do that. So when you say I don't have time, well God, you know I don't have time. I'm sure glad Jesus didn't tell Rich, I don't have time to save you today." 1992, in fact, it's not a good year for me. Why don't we try that in, in 10 years? Right? And you know, it's never convenient when he puts someone on your heart. You fight it, don't you? It's three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm ready, I'm going to watch a football game. No, don't worry about football game especially on Sunday, because your team is a certain team, don't, you won't miss nothing. <laughs> Praise God, I gotta move on. You reap what you sow. Why are y'all laughing? What's wrong with you? <laughs> See, I used to be a very nice guy started so going to church here. People started, people start, all I'm doing is fighting back. I really am. I'm, I'm innocent. You don't know, I'm innocent. <laughs> okay, this is second service, I get, I get loose is harvest. Now the wages mean a reward, spiritual reward for the work one has completed. That's what wages means. But here's the greatest thing. A lot of times we look to heaven and say, I can't wait, I'll get in heaven and rejoice. What well, he's talking about rejoicing here right now. The joy. What is it? I love in John chapter 4, verse 30, and uh, John chapter 4, when Jesus meets a young lady at the well, and he's going through her life, and she's going to go get the village and come back with a whole village. Here she is. She went from a uh, being at the well, she became a preacher, and they all came out, and the whole city got saved in Samaria. The guys come back, hey, you going to eat something? He said, My food I have, uh, you don't even know, uh, I eat of, you have no idea. My job is to complete his work. But then they talk, he said, Then he goes on this, this little thing about, hey, stop waiting three or four months or saying three or four months, then we'll go to the harvest. He said, Look, man, the harvest is white right now. My harvest is amazingly right now ripe for the taking. Right. He said that back then. Today, everyone say, well, the world is evil. And I tell you, that is great because it's for our benefit. Wow. There's no more black. There's no more gray. It's black or white. Praise the Lord. It's our greatest opportunity. What are we waiting on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter where you work. Now all you got to do is smile. People say, what's wrong with you? I'm smiling. I mean, really? No one has I have nothing to smile about. Some of y'all came in this morning like, what am I smiling for? You're yeah, In church, Jesus loves you. Ah, oh, okay. I mean, really? Really? Then he says this in verse 36. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. We rejoice when people's lives, get when someone gets born again. We rejoice when we see videos and kids come back and get um, baptized. Transformation happens right then. We're like, this is amazing. Even the Bible said the angels are, are um, enjoying it. It's not wait till you get to heaven. Enjoy heaven right here on earth. Don't look at the economy. Look at God. It's amazing what we do. God entrusted us to do things with people, to share the gospel with them. Mm. Now, you, you, you judge yourself. I ain't good enough. He knows that. That's why Jesus came. But it's amazing. He entrusts me for this church. I'm like, I get up every morning. This is this real? Because I'm like, I don't, I'm not good at this. He said, like, No, I ain't about you being good. I'm good. Wow. Right, so just do what you can do so I'll do what you can't do. But you don't do what you can do, I won't do what I can't do. Which I look at the scripture, you reap what you sow. If you don't, he won't. Mm. If you don't sow, he, you will not reap. He won't move on your behalf. I had that problem taking tests. I had a problem taking tests. I take a test. And I had, to, uh, I had the audacity to get mad because I failed. I couldn't believe it. And then I, my, my conscience says, well, you didn't study. What were you expecting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got me on that, and you. And then here was my thing. Lord, just download it right now. I pray. I, I swear, I'll do it better next time. And he said, I'm gonna let you fail, cause you lie all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean? I'm like, okay, you're right. Yeah, I know. You know, you need to study, Rich. What you upset about? You didn't study. What you was expecting to pass? Really? Mm. You know, everyone wants a trophy now. They haven't done anything. <laughs> I, I showed up, yeah, I know this is what you're supposed to do. You know you tell your kids, "I took out the trash. what do I get? Another assignment? Not money, don't you live here? Right? I mean, right? Don't you live here? Right you get I mean what is it? oh I, you, you a dollar for a trash can? Really? Really? <laughs> how about How about five dollars when I drive you to work or to school? Now, you live here, so what? take care of it. Remember that free meal you ate this afternoon? That free lunch? That's your pay. Oh, we're so nice now, aren't we? I did a lot for a quarter. I did a lot for a quarter. Rake leaves. <laughs> I mean, a quarter. A quarter, I mean, because bubble gum at that time was a penny. Yeah. Bazooka bubble gum. But I rake leaves. I did the bathroom. I did that every week for a quarter. And I better, and I better not look like I didn't like the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Give them that looking you know, that side look that side look that you won't have a look after they you know <laughs> that real quick parents had that quick hands you didn't see it coming you just <laughs> you just woke up when it was over a quarter and I asked for a quarter it gave it here's a quarter I said thank you, right, mom, thank you if you don't, he won't and we realize when you're Beyond being beyond blessed and blessed to be a blessing, we realize we're co-laboring God in everything we do, Amen. and we know that God takes what we give Him and what we do; He makes it grow, and we know what we we reap, we sow, good or bad. There's a um, there's a quote by Robin Morris, which I really appreciate in his book, Beyond Blessed. He says stewardship impacts the past, present, and future. And I remember reading that. And our Grace Point Church, our mission is to reach people and build community. And we, what we want to do, we want to plant and water the generation that's with us now and the next generation that's coming behind us. And when we looked at um, building that, putting together a generation's faith journey, it was we put together, asked God, can we put something together? He said, put something together for two years and raise $200,000. And we want, what we want to do is, one, to reach our capacity to reach, which is add staff. Another thing, we want to have our uh, capability, the whole community, which means renovate the building. It used to be two buildings, and that Intel sanctuary. That Intel, um, we want to put together, a, put a lobby in here. We we're laughing about the lobby, how we get four bills, because you're sitting on 221 Street, Oak Street. When you cross over with the kids, that's 265 Oak Street. So whenever you go, we, we are a multi-site. Okay, so I mean, just I want you to know that. See how, how he did it already, so we get the build. <laughs> and that and, and lobby, and then we want to take our kids' area, and we're putting doorway and put bathrooms down there, and we do all the carpeting in the hallway there. Our hallway, um, open that up, new flooring everywhere through the whole building. And we started down the road, 18 months down the road. And the scripture we use is Psalms 145.4. So one generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. When we're talking about us generation passing it down to the next, we'll pass it down to the next. Because we want to be around the next the uh, next uh, hundred years. I love verse nine. When he says that we are God's fellow workers. See, we've been co-laboring with God and watching him grow things these, these 18 months. Over the last 18 months, I just want to show you something. Just a short video. Number 10. Come on now, Zamilla. <laughs> Praise God. Now, if you, wrote, you saw one picture of a green room, that room is a uh, different color. Now, I'm colorblind. I don't know what color it is. But that's just a snapshot of what God's been doing. You have an opportunity when the service is over to walk around and see the things that have taken place. But when we saw that song rising up with you, we saw a lot of things rise up. One thing we rose up, we saw the favor of God when we had to move out of here, and they let us move, use their place for free. Hardin Simmons let them use their place for free. We watch people's gift set rise up, who can paint, who can do construction, and all those things, and we're just watching God continue to do something amazing. When we put the money together, we had, in the very beginning, 67 people. 67 people pledged $110,161.52. So far, this is numbers from this morning. It's probably going to change by this afternoon. We received 60058 Now we spent, we've been trying to be good stewards of it, $59,954.78. That leaves us to pledge, $89,838.48, which we need to pledge to make our $200,000. And I believe God's going to maximize that. In the midst of doing all that, guys, we just, God is doing something through us. Our faith rose up. Our tithe, when we give tithe, because we have to tithe out, too. I told you, our church tithes to our our family of churches. And we also give missions out here. We all have full-time missionaries on staff with us, but we also give out of this place. And in the last 18 months, we gave $73,787.39 out. So, I mean, and then, you know, it didn't stop there. Then we decided, okay, we're going to have one of those times. In the midst of all that, let's go on seven mission trips. We went on uh, Baja. We went to Baja, Baja, Mexico, Monterey, Mexico. We decided to go to Johannesburg twice, South Africa twice. Then we went to Nepal, and then we went to Israel. Then we did L.A., help with a church plant. And then, to the top of it all love, we said, okay, we're doing great. A family walks in my office and says, I feel called to go to Denver. I said, you need to go back out and hear the Lord. I think you're off. <laughs> <laughs> Allen and Lindsey Moats. So we sent them out. And then another church plant in Denver, Colorado, Hope Valley Church. Who mean coming up? They're having a preview. I think of a meeting tonight. They have a building. God's doing an amazing things. I said, "Okay, we sent them out." And then I, did. I said, that, "Oh, that close all the doors." Then Aaron McCullough says, "Pastor Rich, I really feel called to Denver." I said, "You're really crazy. Go back and pray seven times until I hear." And like Elijah said, seven times, do it." He said, I oh, no, Pastor Rich, you're so funny." Anyway, she's in Hope Valley Church. So we expanded the walls. This was all our faith going up. She didn't have a job, she just went. And then we said we wanted to increase our reach, so we hired new staff. Pastor John Miller, associate pastor. Where is he at? Yeah, he's doing what he does back there, supporting all the work. And Suzette, she's our uh, ministry coordinator. She keeps us on, on schedule. I might be a little off, ma'am, going I have some grace? Becky De La Santos, uh, our administrator, yeah. our missionary, yeah. our everything that keeps me on task and even gives me names I'm supposed to call people. Okay. And Manny um, De Santos, our youth director, yeah. which I'm really excited about. not about brick and mortar. We said we wanted to at least grow 5% while we're going in. The faith rose, and you start inviting people. We had 15 people saved between the last 18 months. Here's a big one. We have 46 baptisms. Wow, wow, wow. Now, here's the amazing thing. The majority of those from people under the age of 25. Wow. Wow. When we had kids, we had fathers baptizing um, children. So We've got generations, right? 59 new members. Come on, somebody. New members. We have our next step track, discipleship track. We had 37 people go through that, and that's going to climb between now and the next few months. 24 discipleship groups was redoubled from 2018. We should have 10 adult groups, 14 groups, and our D group attendance, which I love because we're a 250 member church, we had 152 people in in attendance. That's the greatest thing. And now we're raising the 200,000. We had a few people that said, I'm going to beat God, I'm going to just show God up, and I'm going to go ahead and advance His kingdom. And they gave, and they actually completed what God had told them to do. They, they did pledges, and they completed that. And I'm going to call them up right now. Uh, this family of mine, the, the Roe family, Michael and Chernobyl. I know, I, I embarrassed them. So I just need those two. Okay. Yeah. I I want, you know, I'm not, they will share with you afterwards. But anybody talk about spiritual warfare when we do uh, campaigns? Hello. Um, But these amazing faith folks, she, they sign up to pledge. And then she loses her job. Did she stop? No, they just increased it. Faith. And they finished. Mm. And I thank you. The bottom of my heart. That's what it's about. Mm. Give them praise. I thank everyone who's been given. And those whose minds stopped, it's not too late. It's already been prophesied we'll go over that 200000 And we're going to take up an offering at the end of this. Because our next targeted, we need $25,000 to start our youth facility. And when I was driving in this morning, the Lord just said start it with no money. So let's just take, the, since we already cleaned it out, let's just take the walls down. It don't cost you nothing to take a wall down. Gonna, we're going to do the things we can do and let God do something amazing. Wow. There's another family here. They're not here. There's a few other families there. We'll, we'll catch up with them. We had a night, Friday night, where we um, recognized everybody, a family meal and said, thank you. But those who have been giving, you couldn't make it. Thank you for what you do. You'd be surprised. you think it's just a little bit, but God takes you a little bit and he multiplies it. When I look at these numbers, I'm saying, we're, I don't even see that in the budget, but it came through. On either side of you, in your seat pockets, I'm going to ask you to do something. And I want you to hold this card in your hand. It's a generation's card. It's a giving card. It's a commitment card. Well, you see 24 months, we really mean six months. About how you can partner with us here in Grace Point Church. It says, I'll commit to pray. And you haven't started tithing yet. We're not about jumping overboard and you doing something and not following what God says. You tithe and then if you never tithe, start tithing. Other thing is, you want to give a monthly gift or a total gift, really for the next six months, not 24 months. And then the last one, I'll faithfully contribute nine cash um, contributions this is where we saw a lot of these things rise up. It's because where we couldn't, um, we didn't have the finance to do something, we stepped up and said, well, the biggest thing that we can do is paint, because painting and, and flooring was the most expensive things we can do. And we watched people's gift set. I can't give cash, but I can give a paintbrush. I can give construction. I can, give, I can remodel some things. And that's what some of the things that you see here and here. Now, we're gonna actually also going to take up what I call a uh, faith offering. And this is going directly toward our campaign. But this is where we receive. We're going to go ahead and start a youth facility because we want to get that done before December. Whatever we got to do. If I got to come out my own, I don't care. We got to get that done. And God, when we put him on the spot, he puts us on the spot and says, watch me do something. Now you really need it? Take your faith level to a higher place. A lot of times, when you go into campaigns and as a pastor, it's so long drawn out because I look at all the numbers and look at what's around me. And if you're not sure about those cards, take them home and pray over them, and bring them back next week. Not asking for anything that you, uh, unless the Lord shows you what you want to do. And you wonder are you making a difference sometime? You ever been there? You're doing something? Does it really work? Well, the Lord, on the way, uh, yesterday I was finishing up my, this, this message. And uh, Pastor John and Suzette, two of my amazing, keeps me out of trouble folk, <laughs> who've been all this whole journey. They said, we ain't doing Hang I ain't with you no more, Pastor Rich. This son, Elijah, who's six years old, he drew a picture. But let me set it up because I'm going to make John cry. He's going to cry because Oklahoma lost, but he's going to really cry now. He said, Dad, I want to be just like you. Wow. He drew a picture. I want to preach the gospel like you, Dad. Wow. He drew a picture. All different color windows. He said, Dad, I want, to, I want to preach the gospel. These windows represent all the different colors of people. Diversity. That's the eyes of a six-year-old. And I heard this today. I said, man, if we don't raise another dollar, we have accomplished the mission. The eyes of a six-year-old. And put him in an environment, sometimes we we take it for granted. But for him, this is all he's ever going to know. And he'll try to have people try to talk about it, but he can't because God imprinted it in his heart. You want to change change racism? change changing the eyes of a child who will grow up and change even that more. That's what he sees when he walks in the door. I said, God, we accomplish the next generation, the generation here and the next one beyond that. His name is Elijah by moment. That's a moment. This is a prophetic picture. In the next 20 years, I don't know where I'll be. I might probably be on the beach, and you'll probably, I'll probably have him up here preaching, and I'll be beaming in on my uh, whatever, <laughs> my, my spaceship, whatever. Him and dad were fighting over the microphone. <laughs> but do you see what I'm talking about here? He didn't grow up. He came here. I know he was born here. And this is what he was born into. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that's what we're all born into. Come on. So when I give, and I get part of something great, that's my joy. I, money, buildings, brick and mortar. The greatest thing is this, yes. the eyes of a child. Eyes of a child getting, Daddy, what is baptism? And he explains and he baptizes his child. Uh, young students up there now in that box up there working that board from the expert. That's what I get the joy from. Wow. We will get it. God's going to get it for us because he said he's going to do it. I think we sung a song. He always make a way when there's no way. and He'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So at this time, as the buckets are coming up, what if God gives you on your heart to give. You have your card. You can put the card. you filled it out, put it in a bucket. But also, write an offering. Do you believe? In fact, our thing says, dare to believe. Mark eleven twenty-four. Dare to believe. Just dare to believe. Dare to believe God. Oh, y'all passing without me praying? That's fine. I like it. Well, Suzette gave him a text, said, You hurry up, hurry up. (laughs) Whatever the Lord put on your heart, you can do online, I'll push pay. It was amazing because we had numbers that came in on Saturday night and they changed overnight. So we had, to, we had to put some things differently because God, some people say, I'm going to give. I'm going to plant. The more Elijahs are back there, it's a whole bunch of Elijahs. Why I say, Jesus is in us the hope of the world. Not the government. The hope of the world is back there, the hope of the world is sitting in here. I always say this everyone can't go, but we can always help people sin. Amen. I'm going to pray, and I thank you for those who give, those who are thinking about it. Let the Lord move your heart. Don't be moved by emotions. Be moved by the Holy Spirit. So, Father, I thank you this morning. Thank you from a picture from a child, a prophetic picture of what we'll look like in 20 years because we decide we can... Invest now for your kingdom to be expanded later, today and tomorrow. Thank you for teaching us. (laughs) Wow. Thank you for being naive again. The eyes of a child. Nothing's impossible to them. Father, make me naive. Then I don't get moved by what I see. I'm just moved by what you say. So moving on our lives, Lord, help us to think bigger than we think. Let's not think about ourselves, but let's think about others because we're blessed to be a blessing. And that was a blessing that we received in this picture. Thank you, Father. Thank you for our staff back there in Children's Church sharing the same gospel they hear and hear. Bless their labor, Father. Increase their time back to them. Thank you for everyone here has given and continue to give. Thank you for those who want to start again, those who are starting new, God. Do amazing things, Father. We're going to join you in your work. And Father, as I go down our projects, Father, thank you. Just look in each room and how you just move and things get done. Thank you, God. You be defy all our plans. We praise you and we glorify you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. On the way out here, classroom number one. That number one. We have we have cookies, and 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 sweets in there. Look at that classroom. That's where we put the new flooring, and we got a TV that's going to be going in there. And we also have a um, new board, new board that we're putting up, and God um, put that together. And that's going to be our place of training and. You'll see now we'll be going, since we're live, we can go live to the whole building. We'll be putting that together. Those are things we can get done now. So thank you again.